PKN, episode 300. Woohoo! And of Woo-hoo. course, for episode 300, I was blinded today. Mm. For the memes. For the memes. So what happened, Kyle? Yeah, it was not worth it. I got a, a little eye surgery today. I had, uh, had this little mole on my eyelid, but it was like right on the edge of the eyelid, like like part like it's almost going to touch my eyeball and I didn't like the way it looked. Is it? It was like look, hanging down on the underside? I picture it where a the little, eyelash yeah. grows from. Does that sound right? Eyelashes were growing through it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gross. Ew. Gross. Exactly. You said it was a mole? Yeah. And now, it's been there like maybe a year. Like it's a very new mole. That was and, what I was That's when you want to get it taken care of. You don't want to let those fuckers, you know, yeah. malinger. And I did not like it. It was very ugly. Um, and my, my dad had even like last time I hugged him, he was like, ah, oh, really? What is that? Your own father? You know, oh, I yeah. never saw Kyle, it on son, camera. Now you know, I love you, but that's pretty fucking gross. <laughs> yeah. I know you can't see it on, uh, I, I, mean, I watch you five hours a week at least. Yeah. Well, good. I've never noticed either. Yeah. I've never seen it. Dad thing. was like, ah, what is that? You're a good looking boy. You need to get that fixed. Fuck. <laughs> is that what oh. inspired you to get something taken care of? Or No, I've been wanting to get it taken care of. Cause like, like when he said that, that was months ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like the other day I went to the doctor and, uh, and I got another, I got that other mole I show you, showed you removed. That one didn't hurt a bit. And, uh, and, and, and while I was there, I was like, Hey, I'd like to get this taken care of too. And he's like, <laughs> like, like puts the big, like magnifying glass on it like from the movies and he's like oh, um you need a plastic surgeon and an optometrist uh, you you need a optoma plastic surgeon <laughs> and i was just like well, do those exist he's like yes i know the best one in the state and i was like all right well send me to him man he sounds so, sinister talking about it <laughs> oh he's just got emphysema he's he, he's oh. a nice guy though and uh and he's <laughs> like, yeah, here's his car and he put the oxygen back on so he could breathe. I'll give you a good price. He's opening up his <laughs> coat to show you. More smoke. We're smoking in the doctor's office. Unusual kind of practice, but wait, that's so pretty went, cool. Is that part of the story real? Absolutely not. Okay. No. And uh, <laughs> and so today we went, uh, or I went. Um, I had already gone to like a pre-op thing and like a, and a bunch of other stuff where he like looked at it and he was like, oh yeah, this is not cancer because there's eyelashes growing through it. And I'm like, well, that's good. Nobody wants eyeball cancer. Mm-mm. That's a criteria. If hair grows through it, it's not cancer. Uh, yeah, that's according to him. Because it was like it was. All right, so don't think of it as like a mole with hair in it. Then my whole body is safe. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> my asshole cancer-free. <laughs> <laughs> he says while swinging from tree to tree. Yeah. <laughs> Armpits, asshole, face, eyebrows. It's solid. I'm invincible. <laughs> <laughs> They're studying me. <laughs> so, so well, I'm uh, glad it was benign, right? Or they don't know yet. Well, they're gonna test it, and we'll know. But but because the eyelashes were like going through it, I think it was fine. So I went in this morning. And uh, I was super late to the thing. Like, I, I forgot what time it was. I couldn't remember when the surgery was. And uh, my sleep schedule is a little messed up right now because I'm watching. forgot the- what time the surgery was. <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing you're supposed to get wrong. I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> and so uh, I, I was up till about 4.30 a.m. watching The Wire because uh, I've only seen it eight times. And I'm I, watching I really- The Wire now, too. Ah, cool. I'm halfway through season one or so. And... Uh, so I was just like, ah, I want to see what McNulty does in the next episode. Let's keep, let's just go and stay up. What's the worst <laughs> could happen? The surgery's probably at noon. I can sleep till right because that's when surgery. You were are. guesstimating your surgery. Time? <laughs> I was guesstimating my surgery. Right. Yes, those guys don't start at six a.m. I'm not the one who needs this steady hands tomorrow. He is now. If he's up all night watching the wire, having a few, then we've got problems. You don't but... want to be the guy he operates on six hours into his day. No, well, I, I want him to be. I want to be second in line. That's a good I want place. him to work out like any that. kind of kinks on the early morning guy, and then he's feeling fresh. The coffee's hit him. He works on me. <laughs> right. That's after me is when he starts to it's get. It's funny fatigued. you mentioned that. I've got. A, I, I kind of did a, a thing on the way out. Anyway, um, <laughs> so on the way in, oh, I call at eight a.m. and I'm like, hey, uh, I have surgery today. What what time is that again? She's like, um, now. And I'm like, fuck. Well, <laughs> Well, I'll be right there. And I, so I just jump out of bed and like use mouthwash, brush my hair a little, throw on a shirt and just go. How far away is the surgery center? Really close. Oh, like like, like, thir- like 10 minutes away. Like, like so you're doing that like, I'm pulling in. Like <laughs> She's like, she's like, how? She, she's like, are you on the way? And I went, 
yes <laughs> <laughs> like clearly lying yes yeah, what's that i mean yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh right. so so i get there and everything and i, I was only like six minutes late or something like that <clears throat> and uh and they're like what uh you know they're they, they're like prepping me for the mm -hmm. thing me and this nurse and uh she's like here's your volume and i'm and i'm the val and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they're gonna operate on my eye, and my anesthesia is a fucking Valium. A Valium is like How a benzodiazepam. It's the it's like a mood stabilizer. It's a relaxing kind of drug. Um, it'll chill you out. It's okay. it's a little similar to the feeling that we could give you, but I'd much rather have. But it's it. like a like it's not very strong on the list of benzos. Like like clonopin's more powerful than that, right? Like like Valium's kind of low. I've had clonopin's and. Uh, I'll say this: the clonopins that, that I've taken before were teeny tiny, like literally. Yeah, uh, it's a dosage thing. It, yeah, it, they were literally like the if you broke off your pencil lead, they were that mm -hmm. big, like little pellets almost. I'd be like, "Ooh, I have two. Uh, <laughs> this was like a full size tablet that I took this morning of Valium, but again, it's Valium. This is doing nothing for pain. This is just relaxing me with mm -hmm. the idea that they're about to carve my fucking eye up. So uh, they hooked me up with the fucking monitors and everything like that, and. Uh, Wheel, and she starts putting in numbing eye drops for my eyeball. But again, these are just for my eyeball. This is doing nothing for where they're going to operate on. Right. This is, so mm -hmm. uh, we, finally I get wheeled back into the operating room with like one of those goofy like head uh, hair nets on and everything. And it was at that point when I realized just how serious this was because there were like six people in the operating room and it was like an operating room from TV with the giant overhead light that comes down. And you're and like, I was asleep 11 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had coffee. I haven't shit yet. That's an this awful way to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I... So you haven't had a lot of surgeries in your life, it seems. No, I, I've been very fortunate. I've had maybe, I did the thing with my nose. I've got, had a, had a Severely broken nose had that fixed, um, when I and and uh, and then I like carved my head up when I was like four, and I barely remember that. So then I, and that was general; those were both general anesthesia type situations. This is not so local they, they, anesthesia, like a little injection. Little my ass. They lean my fucking head back, and the first thing he does is put a Q-tip in my eyeball and roll my eyelid backwards so it can get a good look at it. Oh no! And I don't like. Doing, I don't like putting a. If I get a hair in my eye, I don't like the idea of using a Q-tip to get that. I I usually just like rinse it with a Lots saline solution or something. Yeah. yeah, I've got one of those big bottles of like just tears. There's like eye drops all over my house. Like use a Q-tip to turn like like those kids, those weird kids in grade school who would flip their eyelids up like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. and you use the Q-tip. I feel like you get little bits of cotton in so your fucking eye. at this eye, point, are you all you have is the volume at this point? Yeah, and the eye drops. Yeah. Okay. So he. He's like, just look straight down. So I'm looking straight down with this eye, and this eye is just like fluttering, trying to stay closed. And uh, he rolls my eyelid back, and I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen fire in the sky, but it's that scene. Okay. And then uh, he uh, Are you actually audibly make a noise, like, no, I'm not no. a bitch. And so well, then you know, I don't want anything in my eye. I, would, I, I save my you. bitchness for my inner monologue. Yeah, I saved that for here. And so uh, he said, Just man right. there. Don't do it. You want him to think you're cool. You <laughs> I you do want them to think I'm cool. You're laughing at that bitch boy. <laughs> well, the glasses look good. You should have wore them. I don't want to. Did you see how that guy didn't like make any noise at all? He's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse was hitting on me the whole time. She's like, Did I see you yesterday at the haircut place? I'm like, Yes, you did. Like, yeah. You did a good job, huh? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. How long did you have to wait? We had a whole conversation. She's got a four-year-old kid, though. She's rotten. So <laughs> gross. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so he rolls my fucking eyelid back, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, little pinch. And I'm like, okay, good. Okay. This is the part that fixes everything. Last time a doctor said little pinch, he was injecting me to, to take that other mole off my side. And it was a little pinch. I didn't react. I was just like, huh, that is literally a little pinch. And he gives me another little pinch that doesn't even hurt as much. And I'm like, oh, didn't hurt at all. This guy sticks a goddamn needle in my eyelid, in my fucking eyelid. And it oh. feels like there's murder hornets attacking my <laughs> eyelid. 
And I'm, I'm, I, I went, oh, that, that really hurts, huh? Yes. <laughs> I said that out loud, and my toes are curled up into fists, and my hands, <laughs> which were like crossed on my lap, are doing this. But I don't move because the man is sticking a needle into my eyelid. And he's, and I went, whew. How big does a needle look when it's coming this angle? <laughs> I'm looking straight down, but think it's funny you mentioned that because I was afraid. Like in pre, like one of the things oh, I was yeah. nervous about was like, are they gonna do that thing that like opens your eye up so that your eye is just like looking around? Oh, clockwork orange, yeah, yeah, like clockwork orange, and like, like and see the fucking needle coming down. Maybe the needle's mounted to something like mm -hmm. a bot, and it's just like. I'm always whatever the doctors. Whoa, working the kicks out here. When the doctor says, "Look down." I consider that instruction to be incredibly important, but difficult to follow. My fear is they're going to be like, what do you looked up right while I was touching your eyeball with the scalpel? <laughs> this is really your fault. Have you seen those I surgeries where like, they use an Xbox controller? I've thought about how funny it would be if like, as you're getting knocked out and he's got like the thing, you just hear him like, always was a PlayStation guy. <laughs> just out. <laughs> Well, I looked down with the best of them because I would only occasionally see a glimmer of light, despite the fact that there's a huge one shining on my head. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the, the second shot I thought was going to hurt a lot less than the first one. Wrong. No the dice. second shot hurt just as fucking much. <laughs> and I'm pretty good with pain. But this was awful. And I was just, he was like, all right, there we go. And I went, you know, that really hurt. He's like, how much? And I, would go, I was like, you know how people they'll ask like how's your how bad your back and they'd be like 11 out of 10 he's like yeah i was like that's nonsense 10 is when you're being skinned alive and boiling acid that was a six <laughs> <laughs> he's like jesus <laughs> i have enough for another couple of valium doc yeah <laughs> that that's Maybe the game you, you gotta play so he starts. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna cut, trim your eyelids now, or your uh, your eyelashes now." So I snip, 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 snip. I hear the snippers going, but it doesn't I hurt. The needles not the, a that did a job. Bit. This job. Well, these were eyelids or, or eyelashes. Yeah. You know, oh, all right. I'm glad I asked. I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any feeling in those, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, and so snip, 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 and then I hear, and I smell burning flesh, burning flesh, and I'm like, ah. Oh. He already cut it off, and I, I couldn't even tell. And sure enough, he had the whole thing cut off and cauterized and uh, and done in less than, I don't know. Did he let you keep it? Fuck no. They sent it off in a biohazard <laughs> bag somewhere. I know. Dude, the burning <laughs> flesh part is it. So when we had Hope, uh, yeah, we had her. Hope was uh, breech birth, so she was all in the wrong direction, and she was gigantic, nine pounds, nine ounces. So we knew that she was she was a scheduled C-section. There was no chance it was going to be a... Does that mean feet first? Just Breach can mean a lot of different things, but it means not head first. More of a first. cannonball. Yeah. Um, in, in, her, in her case, she was sideways, Hope was, and, which is like, I guess the worst block. kind of breach, you know? Yeah. It, it, so it was, regular vaginal birth was not on the radar. So Lucky I'm like you. outside... I'm sorry? Lucky you. Yeah, I'm told. I, I don't know. I've never had sex <laughs> with someone who had a vaginal birth before. But uh, uh, anyway, I'm outside and they're uh, they're they're doing the thing and they're gonna like bring me in for the delivery. Mm -hmm. I walk in the OR and this is my first kid. Holy fuck! It is this serious situation. There's like nine people involved between all the nurses and the doctors and the anesthesiologists and shit like that. It smells big time of burning flesh. And that was the part I was least prepared for. Like, no one told me what a fucking circus this was going to be. And uh, um, I stood up and watched the baby come out of her belly, which is not where babies come from. And uh, that whole, I was like, like I, I'm wondering what the other shit I'm looking at is. Like, is that a kidney, an intestine? Like, I don't really know. But there's a whole lot going on. This was the time to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Even like 5% of you or like 1% of you, like, this is kind of interesting. No, no. I So a lot of, at least on TV, a lot of men pass out when they see the baby born. And I was worried that I was going to be one of those guys. I was like, mm. breathe, Woody. Keep it together. Don't fall. I was worried I was going to hit my head on the tile floor. Like these were the thoughts that I had running through my head. 
they gave Jackie this disgusting lizard that she just birthed, and I thought, like, yeah, dads get this cool because they clean him up and give him to dad afterwards, but mom gets mm-hmm. the little lizard version of it. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and I've, I've said this part before, but I had a real concern that our baby would be switched at birth. I thought that, like, I don't know, for months leading up to it, I was like, how would I even know, right? I'm a non-dad, so I'm worried that, like, like, what is the system they use? All babies look the same to me, right? I, I'm at an age, and probably Taylor is now too, like a lot of people in his world are having babies and stuff, and every baby picture you see is just the same as the one before it, right? They all look like babies to me. And I'm like, you could switch my baby, and I wouldn't know. I would have no idea, because all babies look the same. Hope is born, I swear to God, she looks like the heat miser from that from that Christmas cartoon with this like big spike thing of it. I was like, "This is that's, why, that's why so many Hispanic parents pierce their newborn's ears for identification." It's true. Is that true? Oh no. yeah. So the, no, 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 it's not true. All right, I'm, I'm, I'll believe anything. But yeah, I was so happy when she looked like the heat miser the day she was born because like they, later on, like there's a you know you've seen the what do they call the place where they put all the newborn babies like NICU uh, or something. Incubator. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. There's a a room filled with incubators, right? That that's the room I'm trying to refer to. Pediatrics hatchery. hatchery. uh, (laughs) Anyway, her in this like sea of sixteen babies, and I'm like, totally that one's mine. Like there's no way you could switch them. She's mine. Yeah. That's that's good to hear because I've thought about that too. Where what was it like like a flashback in a Simpsons episode where he's like, Marge, she's so beautiful. And it's like that's not even their baby. They yeah. just like throw him down and go grab a different one. Yeah, that's they, it's funny you mentioned that. They came around with a Sharpie and marked the, the correct side of my head to operate on. I was just like, How could you fuck it up? No, I, like I like, and, and, and it was a serious thing because the nurse did it, and then the doctor came out and he's like, There was already this little dot the nurse made, and he's like Let's make goddamn sure and make like a bigger squiggle above it. Yeah. Just to be, and I'm just like, what would they have done if they got the wrong eye? Like, well, I don't see anything, but I'm going to cut anyway. <laughs> when uh, I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is change the marker on Steve O's side. <laughs> you hear, like, Steve every- O, they removed your left kidney. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. That's what we got the good jug, dude. <laughs> every once in a throw up. <laughs> Every once in a blue moon, you hear about these surgery mistakes, right? And so when I got my ACL fixed, I I wrote good knee and bad knee on on my two thighs. And and then they came in and they had their own marking system like the X and whatnot. But I didn't want any mistakes. And I, I talked to the doctor. I was like, is it insulting? Like if a patient comes in and says like, you know, do not touch on their good knee. And the doctors are like, no, no, it doesn't bother us at all. Go ahead, mark yourself up. Uh, yeah, they find they just just one more confirmation they're getting it right yeah yeah that's a good idea yeah yeah <laughs> operate on this nose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh you're talking about how or i guess woody and i were saying we never noticed anything on your eyelid at all not even a, the tiniest little bit right and it reminded me like with this upcoming pka trip we're all going to take whenever that happens to be with this covid thing like we haven't seen each other the three of us in person in so long it's going to be like HD porn where we're like, oh, you know, I thought I'd been hanging out with way more attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this whole time. Good Lord. It's just a blemish factory around here. I sent you a list of moisturizers. You just keep yeah. ignoring it. I, I'm using I, Mederma. I use Mederma on, I got some stretch marks under my arms that I'm, I'm in like oh, I got here that I'm putting those. on. Yeah, no, no, you know, you want the uh, you want the oil with the uh, with the stem cells in it. Oh, I should try. Uh, God damn it! I've got so much Moderma to get through over the counter. Yeah. Like, is that a thing yeah, you can buy? It's good stuff. It smells good too. You know how black people are always getting oiled up and they and they have that sheen to them all day long. That's like cocoa you, butter, right? No, I use cocoa no. butter in, on everything. That's what I keep my hands so smooth with. This is oil, and it's. I'm gonna need to do more that, of it. Man. I'm going through it. It's like biotin and stem cells, and it's like. It smells nice. It's got a nice manly scent. Is it expensive as can be? I don't like, remember. I, I you know, uh, if I need my oil, I need my oil. All right? I'm not, not dickering over stem cell oil. Yeah. <laughs> Just for ground up foreskins. <laughs> I hope so. God, Probably. I wouldn't like that. I want to cut weight for our trip. I, I, I don't know Me if too. I've gained any weight. I, I hadn't gained weight two weeks ago, but last week. 
There's a little cheating involved, a little snacking. Yeah, it, it peaked two days. I'm 24 hours clean on trail mix, boys. <laughs> I'm, oh, like a, I'm like an nice. addict. Get me a keychain. I'm, I'm like a, around I'm six pounds down nice. this month since the beginning of May. I've been going very hard in the paint with it. No cheat days yet. And if I like do like I like my girlfriend picked me up like a cheeseburger like last weekend and I had to like squeeze that into my calorie limit. And oh. so it was like, oh, I can have a nice little cheat thing, but obviously no fries. Like instead of that, I'll have like carrot sticks or something. Today like will or... be cheeseburger and a grape day. Yeah, cheeseburger <laughs> and a grape day, basically. <laughs> but yeah, it's the hardest part about it is other than like not eating it late at night because that's when I want to do so much snacking. That's the most difficult self-control part is like getting all the protein in because like my lifts like I'm, I'm pretty much I was thinking like like a retard. I'm like, oh, I can still like make my lifts go up when I'm only eating 800 calories a day and lifting five. Wait, at least five times. Is that a your week. real number? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I've been like going real low at like That's, 1800. OK. Yeah. And or so 800 like, or 1800? 1800. Yeah. Oh, and, you said 800 earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, 1800. <laughs> No, eight hundred. I wouldn't. I'd be asleep on this you desk. You got the right Auschwitz diet. Well, I'm familiar it's, with. Uh, <laughs> it's easy to get. You, well, if you use that, uh, like IsoPure protein, what is it's uh, twenty five grams and a hundred calories, and you only yeah. need two hundred grams. Yeah, I, I, but like, so that, so there you go. You get two hundred calories of real food. Two hundred calories <laughs> of real food, and all the rest 1600 is sixteen hundred calories of protein powder. That is sustainable, healthy dieting. <laughs> It's just very healthy. That's that's what all of the, the fitness people tell you to do. They're like, when you cut, get all of your protein from sources like protein powders and bars. I heard no real that. meat. Yeah, they yeah. all do. Say, but like, it is difficult to get it all in because like, I drink one shake a day, 230 calories, 51 grams of protein. And then I'll have like a protein bar that's 180 calories and 21 grams of protein in that. And so that gets me to like 72 grams. And then I have to eat. And since I'm cutting, I'm not trying to get to 200. Like, I just want to hit, like, at least 170 every day. And so I'm having to eat quite a bit of, like, ground lean turkey and and, and chicken breast that's not as flavorful as I would usually like it. You know, I'm putting lots of spices on it, but you know how it is. There's no transition for just throwing a fuck ton of butter in that pan and making it. You know, you can't you can't emulate that without butter or at least a bunch of oil. So, yeah, I, I, but I'm still riding the high of, like, noticing in the mirror now where i'm like well goddamn, you're you're starting to lose you're starting to look just a slight bit better than you did uh what was it uh 18 days ago so i'm um, part of it i will admit is like i do not want to show up to our meetup and just look terrible <laughs> that would be disappointing if like you know uh so many people on like this kind of cam that we're on like this level will just have fat horrible lower bodies and i just like i don't want to show up and just <laughs> yeah, waddling towards you at the airport or whatever. So I got to make sure that I'm I'm slimming up a bit. Yeah, I uh, I think collarbone up is my best look. So it's gonna take some uh, right some here. diet yeah. discipline. Arguably my worst. Yeah. So really, you think? <laughs> no, I was just meaning because they, you know, not not a lot of good happening in this range. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm so I'm really motivated with the fitness thing right now. Uh, my lifts are going down. Uh, a bit just be, like I was at 245 benching and I'm like down to 235 now and I just don't want to lose any more than that because like without the energy and all the food it's really fucking hard like it could be like when just I was, a bad day also unless it, it's unless you know like more than me yeah, yeah oh, okay, it's been okay. like a week of that because like when I was kind of doing whatever I wanted dirty bulking like in April like I was like it was pretty easy for me to throw that weight around now like every time I'm like getting under the bar I'm like yeah go on go on can't back down from this weight. Don't let yourself regress anymore. And like that kind of stuff, but with all the lifts. So okay. yeah, I'm, thank God for, for weightlifting. Like it, it really, I wish I'd started this years before I did. It's only been like three years, but it, it gets rid of so much of my stress. Like if I have a really rough day and I just like, I feel like I can get energy out. It, it really, you, you don't do you, seem to, to mirror you, that as much. Woody. What was that Kyle? Do you scream like Tony Soprano when you lift? Like, 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 <laughs> Uh, not, not as intense as him, but you know, I've definitely like done that, like, like struggling <laughs> to put it up in my own basement. Cause I'm not embarrassed by myself. I don't want to you know, feel like a bitch. So was he, but Dr. Melfi's next door. She thinks they're torturing someone. Yeah. Over <laughs> <Tony's house. laughs> 
<laughs> and Tony had that like bench press machine yeah. where it was safer. So I, I watched that episode the other day where uh, he and Chrissy were driving around and they just happened to see the bunch of people stealing wine and they, they pull around and they like rob robbers. Yep. And then like the bikers are coming out and they're like, we're with the Vipers. And then Tony's like, you hear that? He's with the fucking Vipers. Oh my God. He's with the fucking Vipers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like driving like, What is all. that? Your girl, your Cub Scout group? <laughs> Take your, Cub your fucking hands up. <laughs> you see that motherfucker's face? I'm with the Vipers. Yeah, he's driving yeah. around. That was funny. Yeah. I, oh, uh, last night, after, like as I was ending my stream, like I purposefully the previous evening finished episode 12 of season six and was like, how on earth are they going to wrap this up in episode 13? I'm going to feel so not pleased with this because it just doesn't feel like it's set up enough. Then I realized episode, or season six apparently is twice as long as every other season. And so I'm up to season six, episode 19. I got halfway through that one today. So I think I've got four and a half more episodes until the end. And I'm Thank God the wire's on the horizon because I'm going to dread it when this show's over. I've been yeah. enjoying it so much. Chrissy just died. I did not. That caught me by surprise. He was a character I did not expect to see die. Yeah. And But after that car accident happened and Tony was getting out and Chrissy said, like, the, on the best of drug test or whatever he said, and then he saw that branch, like, right where a baby's face would have been. I was like, oh, no, Tony. Oh, no, don't don't kill Chrissy. And then he, and then he kills him. So pretty you know, pretty cold blooded from him. Yeah, yes, awesome. he, still, he still hasn't told anybody that he killed Chrissy. I'm assuming he takes that to the grave with him, but we'll see. Yeah, he ain't telling nobody about that. Yeah, uh, Woody and I are already on the wire. We await you. Nice. Mm -hmm. in, uh, in Baltimore. So. I'm almost done season two, uh, which took a little while to ramp up. You know, like, like so <clears throat> what to tell about the wire with it. So in the wire... A bunch of detectives form like a special task unit in the first season to look at drug dealers. And then this isn't a spoiler. In the second time, it takes a little while for all the boys to get back together. Yeah. And um, I guess that for me, that building stage didn't have as, I didn't like it as much. Yeah, that's fair to say. Like when they, when you finally get form Voltron there, yes, it's, it's like, yeah. We're getting the band. It's like that 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 line from Blues Brothers. We're getting the band back together. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, it's good when they do. Something about the uh, the dock workers aren't as compelling to me as the drug dealers are. It's a worse season. Um, I I don't like the dock the dock workers either uh, as much. Even though I really like that uh, that actor who plays like the main. Yes, uh, the bald guy. I don't know is the actor's name, but he's got that voice. It's really grabbing. Yeah, Polish yeah. guy. Polish guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Uh, you know that douchebag son of his is annoying, but but anyway, yeah, yeah, you've got that to look forward to. Great, yeah. great fucking show. Speaking of douchebag sons, I I just watched the scene where AJ tried to kill himself, <laughs> and I was hoping Hell. so hard that it would work because I am fucking tired of his storyline. I don't give a shit about AJ. I thought he was going to be a little rambunctious fat kid from season one, and that has not panned out at all. He nope. hasn't been funny in six years. Nope. He's been annoying and shitty. I, at I, least Meadow is kind of you know doing her own thing out in California and bouncing around or whatever, but oh, AJ sucks. I thought AJ was going to transform into a badass like his dad. I thought AJ was going to like sort of go towards the family and, and you know just be tough and fearless and cruel. Mm -hmm. He's just no, that didn't happen, right? Like he he never gets yeah. good. He's a follower. He's like He's hanging out with those like nickel and dime operation kids pouring acid on people's toes for yeah, sixty dollars or whatever it is. But yeah, his, his storyline is, is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I've also been watching Better Call Saul season five. You know the the new season that just came mm -hmm. out this year. Mm -hmm. Fuck, it's good. Is I it? finished it. I finished it. It it was excellent. I'm 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 just. I finished the last episode of season five and I was like, but I want more. How do I get more? It, it was so fucking good. Uh, lots I need of shit a big happens. season four recap. It's been so yeah. long. I, don't, you know, I think I saw four. I might be, I, I feel like I quit on better call Saul around two or three. And I think a lot of people did, but I'm told that it got better. You know, it had a rare sort of boost. Usually it's bell curve in, in quality of these shows. And uh, it had a second well, bump on the bell curve. Well, it was excellent. I really, really fucking liked it. Um, there, there was a couple of, uh, there was one particular really big action scene, uh, you know, like a big gunfight, 
and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Excellent season. Action scene. Interesting. Twenty bucks. I, it was like twenty dollars to buy the whole season in HD, so I did that, and I fucking blazed through that whole season, uh, maybe in two days or something like that. It was really fucking good. Oh, I thought it was free on like Netflix or something. No, it no? just came out season five. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's well, that's year. something else that's good to watch. Yeah, and then I watched uh, the new Rick and Morty. Um, yesterday, oh, the actually. third one. Yeah, I thought this one was a, a big step up from the first two. I, I, the okay. vat of acid episode. I, I liked it a lot. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It gets hits dark. It's a little dark. You know, it's got it's one of those good. reveals where, where Rick is like, oh, yeah, you thought it was like this? Well, it's like that. And that is horrific. The things <laughs> that I've done. I t- you pushed me. You pushed me to do this. And I did it. Now admit it. Admit it. And we're just like, oh, my God. Why did you? Why would you do that? You, why, why, you didn't have to. He's like, I did it because I wanted to do it because that's what I do. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see it. Yeah, I, I did. I like it when that stuff happens. Have you watched Solar Opposites yet? Is it out? I, wanna, I, wanna, I, Hulu. Uh, I mean, Hulu's promoting the shit out of it. Right, their, but is it homepage. out? Because I tried to watch it, I forget when, a week or two ago, and it the it wasn't actually released yet. It uh, It's out now. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, it keeps trying to get me to watch season one. It looks so similar in art style to Rick and Morty that it's like, like, you know how Family Guy and American Dad have mm-hmm. similar art styles, but it's not exact. Like, the characters don't have okay. the exact same style. This is exactly the same. Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites looks like it could be the same show. Like, scene to scene, you wouldn't notice any art. They should do some crossover episodes. I'm sure they will. Yeah. yeah. It just seems interesting that I think Dan that guy... has connected all of his universes together in little little ways throughout, throughout the, the years. It'd be fun if they did crossover episodes with art that doesn't match. And just Bart Simpson walks around for some unknown reason. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. You know, I don't think Fox is going to let him do that. Yes. <laughs> no, no they, will. Probably not. They, they did it with a family guy, did it? Yeah, they, well, they, they, they had that crossover where we were watching that recently, my girlfriend and I, where uh, they were joking around and, and you know, Bart goes like, eat my shorts. And then Scooby goes, oh, he has something like me. Like what the deuce? It's just, it's popular. Like what the deuce? And Brian's like, yeah, his is probably more popular. Probably way, <laughs> way more popular. <laughs> I liked when they crossed over with uh, with um, South Park and, and Cartman's yeah. like, what did you do that was, what's the worst thing you ever did? And Bart's yeah. like, I cut the head off a statue. And it's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, that's pretty cool, man. One time I got mad at the kid until I killed his pants and I made him in the chili and I fed it to him. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> fucked up, dude. that's a great yeah yeah season five episode something yes that's uh, that's like the the heart of the goodness of south park just the off the wall bananas crazy silly stuff i love that that's one of my favorite episodes for sure it's like top three um the other one i really like is when they all buy those ninja weapons at the at the fair whatever yeah and uh and they like turn it like and look, Kenny, something you can afford. Ninja Shuriken, $1.99. Yeah. Yeah, first, they're buying all the weapons, and Kenny's like, I could even afford it. And then he's like, yeah, man, you can buy these Shuriken. And then he heaves it at Butters, and they take him to a vet. And then it, like, breaks away from the Japanese animation style, and Butters just got a fucking Shuriken embedded in his goddamn eye. And he's crying. Better shut up. <laughs> they take him to, you know, they, 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 what do they do? They glue dog hair to him. It's like, all right, butters, give us your best. Give us your best dog. And he's sitting there with the shirk and he's like going, woof, woof, woof. They, they you got to do better than off. that. They take, he, they take him to, a, they're like, he finds his way to a hospital and he's still got like ears glued to him. The doctor's like, Oh, unfortunately for this little pup, I'm a person doctor. And they just <laughs> <laughs> send him to a pound. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a really good one. Fun Times with Weapons, name of that episode, season eight. Damn, really good Taylor. One. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, the amount oh. of time I've wasted watching South Park. Good Sorry, job. go ahead. Uh, pandemic's up. So George Foreman's mom, right? Freya's mom. She's been working from home due to the whole uh, like North Carolina shutdown or whatever. And her company's going to make it permanent. If I look, I, I heard this, like, I guess she told Jackie, Jackie told me. So I, I could get it wrong in this game of telephone. Uh-huh. But it sounds like working from home will be an option for her forever. That's cool. great. I wonder if that will be more popular. Like, I, in my no head, I could Foreman be wrong. You? 
<laughs> I think they extrapolated this whole thing to like they're getting rid of this office space. Like that's how I interpreted it. That they're like, is commercial real estate going to be long term impacted by COVID? Oh yeah, yeah they will. I'm, you think yes? Yeah, definitely. Like I mean, Twitter did it. I think we may have mentioned that right, on the show. Twitter, right. Twitter has thousands of employees, and they're like, yeah, you can all just work from home because everything's going exactly the same. We're going to save money on overhead. Apple so. just invested like a billion or something in that commercial real estate. Do you know what I'm talking about? It oh, looks like, like a, a new spaceship, I think. Yeah, like it, they did a really big thing, some giant artistic building that they put together that it's in a, like a lot of Silicon Valley. Silicon? Silicon Valley companies. Uh, Silicon Valley is a much more fun place. <laughs> yeah, they, they tend to like buy five buildings here and five buildings there and five buildings there. And they have all the, like the campuses aren't linked and really planned like say Microsoft's is. So mm -hmm. Apple cured that by making one mega campus. And now well, it almost they, seems like that's not the way to do it. Yeah, they were out over their skis a little bit. Doesn't seem like a, a good idea. Yeah. I wonder so. if you'll have... Did, did you have a work from home option months ago? Not really. Uh, not really. No, it was more just like, like if there's a meeting that I have to get to, like I have to get there. I, I can't just call in. Okay. So hopefully and, that's changing. Yeah. There may be a permanent work from home option available. That'd be great. That'd be, that'd be wonderful for my, my streaming career. It would be. <laughs> and yeah. like, Streaming career, but more than that, like lifestyle and stuff. Like I think part sure. of the reason that I see people walking their dogs and their kids and stuff all the time is because they're not commuting anymore. Like they've gotten a little bit of their day back uh, combined with longer days oh, yeah. and people are just like getting outside a little more. I finished, uh, I finished my workout during a call today and I just muted myself because I got to a point during it where I was like, well, I've had all the input that was necessary for me. I need to stay on the call though. So it doesn't look like I'm leaving mute and so i'm just listening and then just get back to working out in my basement it's great so taylor here's my advice you could do working from home is something cisco always had uh if they do call your name and <laughs> you weren't listening say sorry can you repeat that i was on mute it works a hundred percent of the time now mute doesn't actually stop you from being able to hear things no one ever questioned it. 13 years I used that shit. The guy worked 100% of the time. I it couldn't hear you. Enough. I was on mute. And they're just like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll repeat then. No one ever says, well, wait, you can still hear a mute. Well, what's funny is like sometimes <laughs> it'll become abundantly clear that someone's just not there anymore because like they didn't turn their face cam on. And it'll just be someone asking like, so Alan, did, uh, did you get those uh, TPS reports completed and uh, shoot those over to Samantha? Alan? All right, we'll just reconnect with him later. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and it's like some guy, and it doesn't matter. Like, nobody's coming it's after like him. Alan's got it. some bigger problems with EPS reports now. Yeah. <laughs> you'd think there'd be more. Be getting a little call from Greg. It seems like you'd get more consequences for that, but there never seemed to be. Never. Mm -hmm. In all this time. Like, people just totally not paying attention to meetings. It never... Oh, there are, there are people who, like, don't need to be in meetings and are some for some reason on the Zoom call or whatever. And it'll be like, you know what that's like, where you're on, in minute 56 of an hour-long planned thing, and it's like people are like, all right, I've got a hard out at one. I have another thing I have to get to. And someone who hasn't said anything the whole time at like, you know, 3.57 will be like, you know what? Just wanted to say I think we're doing a great job, and everybody's doing good, and I'm just so so happy for the progress we're making. All good, good jobs all around. It's like, bitch, you just realized you didn't say anything the whole call, and now you're trying to sneak a couple lines in. I know what you're doing. Dude, so Cisco had this video or audio conferencing software, and when you dialed into the meeting, it would say to say your name, and then it would say, you know, Taylor joining the meeting, and they usually gave your first and last name, but I'm not here to do that. So at first, I would just do that, you know. What are you mm -hmm. joining the meeting? After a while, I realized I had to be silent when I joined the meeting because when you leave the meeting, it says, Woody's gamer tag, leaving the meeting. <laughs> now I ditch and it's just like, beep. Who was that? Who's gone? It's hard to tell who's missing. It's, it's, a, it's a big mystery to me. I don't know. Someone just ducked out early on this meeting at, you know, whatever, 1.37 when they weren't supposed to leave yet, but they didn't give their name, so they got away with it. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, that, lots, of, lots of funny little things you'll <laughs> note. I, there was a, 
this happened just a couple of weeks ago where I was on the call with like six, seven people from the company. And I was like, all right, well, as soon as this wraps, uh, Rich, just stay on for a minute. I need to ask you a couple things. And, you know, call ends. This person leaves, leaves, leaves. And there's just some fucking lady just hanging out, <laughs> trying to talk. And I'm like, hey, uh, Samantha, uh, you know, you know if, uh, if Rich and I could just talk for a minute. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. Well, <laughs> no, it, it's not. You're 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 a third party, and he's working with the company. It's not at all. Like, can you can you go? And then eventually, like, it's it's like some people just don't fucking get it. They don't get it, and it's and it's a certain age bracket. It's a little boomery, <laughs> right? Right. Would you say her it. name was? Because yeah. it should have been Karen. It seems. Yeah, it should have been Karen. <laughs> uh... But yeah, that's you know, I, I but all those are tiny little inconveniences, not even worth bringing up unless you're joking around about it. Like it's so much more convenient to just pop on a call. Commute it, time alone. I I filled up my car with gas once in the last ten weeks. It saves actual money. Yeah, real. This is real money at some like I'm go, yeah. not going out to eat. That's real money I'm saving. Yeah, yeah. You know? Although that's the big more you're using extra utilities though. That's true, but like you think. Not, not that much, I wouldn't think. Hmm. I haven't looked at my bills though. I have my unless you do your air conditioning different. That might make a difference. I do. Mm. It's cold. See, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there, there are some people. Like if, if both of you work, I could see you making the AC go to like seventy nine while you're at work and then dropping down. We feel mm -hmm. like can't do that now. Yeah, I keep mine at That's like too hot for my walls. I wouldn't even do that to them. <laughs> I like I keep it at like sixty nine. Yeah. That's I feel fine. like those numbers aren't transferable. Am I crazy? I, like, what do you mean? like, if I go to your house and set it to sixty nine, and then go to my house and set it to sixty nine, do you think they're both equally calibrated? Do you think that both of them, for example, like, is the thermostat in such a good place that it adequately represents the other rooms it's in charge of? You know, like, you may have a warm hallway, so you set it to seventy four, and then all the bedrooms are 69 like you like it like i i don't think you can just compare yeah. those numbers across houses and zones probably not i mean i i've got i have a ranch style house and so i've got one zone okay and so it does a pretty uniform job of it but uh yeah sometimes like kyle said i like turning it down to just so chilly before i go to bed because yeah. i like that i like feeling like i'm beating the cold that's my uh, my living room is has really high ceilings and that's where i usually am and uh, mm -hmm. and I have it. There's just a gigantic vent above where I sit on the couch, and I sit that I set that shit to sixty nine or seventy, and I can just feel the air just. And then in my in my bedroom, it's like perfectly positioned so that where my head is on the pillow, if I look straight up, I can see the vent that's just blowing air straight down on me. It's 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 great. I I, I love being chilly. Sounds cozy. cozy For sleeping, vibes. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I of course. I live in a household and I never fuss about other people changing the thermostat, right? You know, if you turn it down because you were hot or you turn it up because you were cold, knock yourself out. It's on a schedule. So this is really like a two hour change you're making and it's not worth having any kind of fight over. Cool. The one thing that I will go to the mats over is that, like, fucking, if you do this, meet me in the octagon. If one zone is on heat, and then the adjacent one is on air conditioning. Oh, wow. And you have them set to fight. <laughs> oh, that is not okay. Yes. Yeah, so that would make me so upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like, understand why dads get mad about that now, where it's just like, you're just fucking pouring money into the toilet right now. Stop it. Oh, yeah. We don't have a pool heater. And, um, I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, man, I can't wait. We've gone swimming since. But yeah, I can't wait for it to get hot out because the pool's all clear and ready to go, but we haven't gone swimming yet. And she's like, mm -hmm. you know, if you got a pool heater, you'd extend your season a month or two. You'd probably be in the water right now. It's like, we have a track record of forgetting pool stuff. You know, like, like as I said that, there was a robot in the pool doing its thing. No, no, I know. I was, I was putting water in the pool. It was a few inches low, putting water in the pool. Sometime at like 4 a.m. at the end of my live stream, I'm like, no, I still put, fuck. I go outside, pull, it's coming out the overflow, all the salt and the cyanide or whatever the fuck you put in the pool. He's draining out. And I was like, God, ah, this is why I don't have a heater. I know for sure four days later, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I just spent $700 on pool heat. The world's largest hot tub. Right. Just bubbling in there. I. Maybe you could put it on a timer or something, but yeah, it, 
it's a problem. We 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 fuck up the pool all the time. So <laughs> yeah, just leaving the robot running, leaving the water running. It's yeah, it seems like it'd be more most economical just to have it always like keeping the water at whatever temperature you want it to to be at. It seems like that would be more economical yeah. than heating it up I've and then letting too. it letting that large volume fall down to natural temperatures and then heating it up and like bouncing up all the way up and down. The same way it's more economical to do that with your household. There's like a there's a specific temperature that's the most economical temperature. I think it's around 74 degrees, 75 degrees, something like that. Hmm. You you might be right. I don't know. And, and, and I guess it depends what you're comparing it to, right? If you only run the heater like three days in May, it's surely more expensive to keep it nice all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you're running the heater like 14 days in May, it's probably cheaper to run it all 30. Like I'm just making that up but like that makes yeah, sense. yeah I, I don't know i just it just seems like it would take a ton of energy to go from whatever ambient temperature is to whatever comfortable is but not nearly as much to maintain right but if you do that once it's probably less expensive than maintaining 30 times right so there's yeah there's a balance sure. in there somewhere uh but anyway none of them are as cheap as not having a pool heater sure <laughs> that's sure. where we are right now Speaking of little annoying expenses, I mm. woke up this morning and took my dogs out to find that a tree in like the woods. So I've got a fence in my backyard, all around my backyard, and then like there's a, a woods behind that. And one of like this tree that I guess had been dying, like like probably that big around, decently, you know, medium sized tree, fell and broke one of the posts out of my fucking fence. And so I'm gonna have to figure out how to fix that. And just debris all over my fucking yard i gotta take care of that i ordered a chainsaw off amazon because i don't have one and i'm gonna have to dice it up and i need one anyway because i this is not gonna be the last time it happens i have so many trees around my house what What chainsaw did you get yeah you just call a guy and he comes and does everything for you and hauls it off yeah but i don't need it hauled off i live near the woods i could just chop it up get it off my fence and throw it back in the woods how big of a tree are we talking uh well when it like if here's the fence when it fell like a bunch of sections broke off into my yard and it's probably at this point, like nine feet tall, still leaning on my fence. So I'll have to go back around my fence into the woods and then chop it up and support the chainsaw purchase. I think it's something a homeowner needs. I bought a chainsaw like 18 years ago and I probably use it every two years. Yeah. See, I feel like I figured it's going to be a good thing to have around because you know, with all the trees I have around me, it's only a matter of time until it happens again. So, and it doubles as a weapon. That's true. That's in true. video games. Yeah. In, in real life. It passes the Woody test of being easier to hold on to than to pull away from the from you. God. <laughs> right? It's very yes. hard to steal a chainsaw from someone who doesn't want it taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a real problem. What are you going to do? Come from over there? Ah. Chainsaw. <laughs> over here. Yeah. Yeah. Top, bottom, to the side to side. Like a yeah, golf club fails that one. test. I feel like I could grab the head of it and I've got a better grip than you do. Yeah. Or you yeah, just snap that fucking thing in two. Those things are flimsy. Right? I, now, I, I always thought I was wrong about I'm not a golfer, so I don't spend much time handling clubs. But it always seemed like if you hit a golf club on the shaft on my shoulder, it'd break the golf club, not me. The uh, the aluminum ones, or the metal ones, whatever they're made out of, absolutely would. And I, I think you'd still be in fighting shape. Those carbon fiber ones, or graphite, or whatever they're made out of, they don't shatter as well. I've really? Got, I've hit stuff with both. Huh. They flex. Okay. Yeah. I would have thought they broke, but I guess not. Never really played any golf, but we used to go to the driving range a ton. Yeah. I've been before. Not a ton, though. I'm terrible. It, to look at I someone can... golf, you would think I can do that, right? Like, it, it doesn't look like a difficult task. Uh, but when I did it, uh, one, I didn't always make great contact with the ball. Maybe I hit too hard or tried too mm-hmm. hard. Another, my stroke, I don't know what it's called, but you should have almost a vertical stroke or maybe a little off axis. Mine was too flat. So my finish was kind of off too low instead of up here where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it sounds easy to fix, but uh, it turns out that stuff is a little hard to dial in. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard infamously difficult. I always Very just like going to the range and just, just hitting the ball as hard as I fucking could and seeing who could hit it the farthest. That's the easiest thing. Yeah, to, I haven't been... Is, do you guys have top golfs near you? I don't mm, know. Is that one of those indoor things with the screen? It's a... Well, it's like a tiered leveled thing oh, that's inside. Yeah. And it 
it's like hundreds and hundreds of yards and then a giant you know uh rope yeah, enclosure. yeah, yeah. And like it's, but it's also like a bar and restaurant. I haven't been yet, but it looks like a ton of fun to just go there, get drunk, and hit golf balls as hard as you can. When I was going to the driving range, I was athletic, right? I was pretty athletic. I was like 26 years old. And, uh, you know, like you would look at me and think this is an athletic guy. Cool. And I'm there and I'm hitting the, and it's not going particularly well. And then these 66 year olds roll up and oh my God, just crushing it, crushing it. (laughs) And it went straight all the time. It's like, what the? fuck like they're beating me in golf but i don't think like any other sport would they be beating me like this <laughs> maybe shuffleboard i don't know i was about to say <laughs> you think so punk come on back to the shuffleboard lane <laughs> right? push, uh, your shit in. It's, <laughs> push your shit in <laughs> it's kind of neat to have a sport that exists that you don't age out of probably most people listening yeah. to this are so young that's not on their radar but uh you don't really age out of golf it seems like you can still be competent at it at 70 Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I would say so. I don't know. Uh, well, they have a full seniors tour. Yeah, I just like knocking the shit out of the ball. That was always fun. We just go to the pawn shop, buy a few, a uh, few drivers, a few irons, and go hmm. just hit the ball. I think I had a rental. I think that's how I did it. Yeah, <sighs> they're cheap as fuck used because so many people are like, oh, that Tiger Woods fellow. If he can do it, I can do it. And then they're like, shit, this is hard. <laughs> I never thought that. <laughs> I've never looked. Well, you're not racist that. enough to have those thoughts. Ah, I'll step up my game. Um, oh, have you guys? I guess Trump is taking daily hydroxychloroquine. How close did I come? To that? <laughs> yeah, I think he nailed it. Really? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I. Everyone loves this, right? <laughs> like the conservatives are in love with the idea that he's doing it because it proves that he was right and it's a valuable drug and etc. And the Democrats are in love with the idea that he's doing it because it's dangerous and it's going to kill him. And all America is united around this. And I thought it was hilarious. Is it? Uh, I, I don't know shit about it. Isn't that? Is that supposed to help? So uh, here's the background. Like testing it is a helpful it, thing. It's become a bit of a partisan issue. Like the facts around this drugs are partisan, whereas facts are not supposed to be partisan. Um, one side would... Uh, Trump, it's an anti-malaria drug. And... Uh, I guess malaria is kind of flu-like. And initially they thought it would help with COVID-19. And then Mm -hmm. studies came out and said it didn't help. But it's so new, it's hard to have any long-term accurate studies on it. So let's consider the science undecided, right? To to try to be unbiased. Um, It has some negative downsides having to do with like heart conditions. And it can be dangerous in that regard. So the blue team is all like... focusing on its downsides because Trump is for it. Therefore the blue team is against it. The red team maintains this is a 40 year old drug. Uh, they use it for lupus. I read arthritis. I don't know if that's true. And it's definitely a malaria drug. That's like its original mm-hmm. thing. Um, now like you hear 40 year old drug. Some guys are like, this is a proven outstanding drug. And then if you're on the blue team, you're like, Oh yeah, you know, with medicine, the older, the better. Like, you know, like it, it's, oh, is it's this supposed to be preventative. Is that he what thinks he's that so they say that if you're on this and you get COVID nineteen, then your symptoms will be lighter. That's the thought hmm. process behind it. Hopefully, uh, they figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. So the CDC is against using it. They came out and they said, "Look, we tested it. It's not a good idea." But um, I don't know. Let's just agree that the science is unsettled. That this, it, it takes more than two months to figure things out. Yeah. Who? I think Donald Trump knows what he's doing. The, the World Health Organization has changed their tune so many times throughout this. They were the ones. can't one even decide on what part of the egg to eat. Meanwhile, Donald Trump has a nuclear arsenal at his command. These things. He's are... taking hydroxychloroquine. All right? And last time I checked, he was as healthy as a very, very large horse. <laughs> so I wouldn't doubt that he isn't even on that and he's saying it as a way to try and that... save people. I tweeted that. Oh, I thought I I put a different spin on it. Maybe it's my bias that he's still pimping the uh, hydrocloxy. I messed it up. That he's still pimping this anti-malaria drug because it would make him right all along. And that's his motivation. But sure. I mean, maybe I don't know. uh, You know, he's he's always got something going on. He's he's trading barbs with Obama right now. So it's oh, Nancy Pelosi 
said that she hopes he's not on this because it's bad for your heart and he's morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's morbidly obese starts trending on Twitter. Then CNN did a fact check on whether he's morbidly obese or not. Oh and my God, he cares. Dude, I, he's fat. It's for my <laughs> entertainment. It's for my entertainment. <laughs> and uh, so I looked, I, I read the whole thing. Uh, CNN was actually almost conservative biased in this. They're like, one, morbidly obese is not a thing. If you, I forget if it's CDC or WHO or whatever, but that's not a clinical term. There are, there's obese and there's three stages of obese, but let's just agree that the third stage is the one that you might call morbidly obese, but it's not like, yeah, you know. Morbidly obese wasn't PC enough, so, so it's been changed to something else. <laughs> so, Husky, uh, advanced um, huskiness. So then they decided <laughs> whether his BMI fits in the stage three obesity, and they used the official White House height and weight of 243 and six foot three and said that he's not. He's obese, but not morbidly obese. And that was okay. there. And I was I like, think obesity is like a 29 BMI, right? So it says uh, underweight would be what? That can't be right. I question so both the six. 16.5 and 24.9, overweight 25 to 29.9 BMI. 30 or higher is obese. 40 Nailed or higher it. is class three obese, which is extreme, severe, or morbid obesity. I think both the 6'3 and the 243 pound numbers are untrue. Yeah, I There's agree. That guy's at least 6'4. Or is 6'3. Oh, right. He's 6'4. If he's 6'3, <laughs> then my guess for his weight would be like 290. Whoo. I'm not like, good at guessing once you get past like 220 or so. Like a, he's very heavy. Once like, you get, maybe and if he's six three, that's a lot of frame for that weight to be hanging out. You know. I also need to see him in person. Right? It's hard to tell on TV. Like I thought. Do you know who Steve Kerr is? He's the coach for the Golden State mm-hmm. Warriors, and uh, I always thought he was a relatively short white guy. Like that. That was my impression of him. And then I saw that he's actually like six one, six two, really athletic. And I'm like, right, right. Because he's surrounded by towering giants all the time. This guy hit like the game-winning shot for the for the Bulls in one of their championships. Why did I think he was short? He's a professional NBA player. He just stands next to Duncan all the not Duncan. Because he's six three. <laughs> Durant, I meant to say, he's six three. Steve Kerr. Yeah. yeah. If, but when he stands next to seven footers all day, he looks tiny. Mm-hmm. I've only seen Trump in person the one time. Oh right. And he was strategically standing and sitting next to Chris Christie. Mm. Man looked slim. All right. Oh, he, I was, is that Michael Phelps or is that Donald Trump? That's a super <laughs> athlete we're looking at, folks. Look the way, look at the way he's able to walk and breathe without a great deal of effort. That's incredible. Yeah, that, that's someone I bet is not doing well in quarantine. Chris Christie. He's just burying his head now. in ice cream. He, he's yeah. he's getting attention. So maybe you remember Bridgegate. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fort Lee, New Jersey mm-hmm. is a town that didn't necessarily support his reelection. And when he won reelection, he changed the toll booth so that Fort Lee wasn't served by very many tolls and they had huge traffic backups. That's Bridgegate in a nutshell. And you know, once Chris Christie found out about it, he was not pleased, which is the bullshit line. The truth is, he was very much in the midst of deciding to punish this town. And the guy who went to jail is now out of jail. And uh, he's ratting on Chris Christie. Yeah. He's like, he knew all along. He was in the thick of it. What was that? Movies. I was hoping it would be like a crazy revenge, like movie style thing where he leaves cryptic notes in Chris Christie's fridge because that's where Chris Christie is like a Sopranos character. He would fit right in with that cast. Like, like if, if he sat down during that, during that, that, that meeting with Trump and we just started talking about Gabagool and, and fucking Uncle T- uh, or uh, Uncle Junior, you buy it. He He's would be the, the fattest He's one, the though. Look, right? Even though there's some real fatties on The Sopranos, Chris Christie yeah. would win. He's motherfucking fatter than Ginny Sack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Ginny he is. Sack's only two fifty, and <laughs> but but the um um what's his name? The gay one, um, pussy, uh, Vito. Vito, Vito in yeah. the early years is unrecognizably big. Here's an interesting factoid now that you're almost done with the show. Bobby Bacchieri, not an overweight man at no point in the series. He is, Wait, wearing, an, he is wearing an enormous ch- uh, belly piece. Really? Yeah. Because he does look 
just tremendously fat. I didn't, yeah. I didn't pick that up because he's wearing like a, a person under his shirt, like that's strapped on. He's he's become one of my favorite characters, which means he's gonna die in the last few episodes. So he he seems like a genuinely good guy. Can yeah. you say his his last name again? I'm trying to get Bacalieri. Oh, that's not helping me spell it. He put it. in just Bobby Bacala, B A C A L A. He he shows up. B A C L I. B A C A L A. Yeah, I had no idea. I'm gonna see if I can notice. What? Him. He's not a fat person. He's probably overweight, but he's not like that. Like, cause he's got the 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 fat face. Right. Yeah. Huh. He does that's have so a... surprising. There's no way. There's no fucking way. How can he not be a heavy person? I'm going to look at the actor. You can't tell because all these Italians are wearing the biggest clothes in America half the time. The size of these t-shirts. Well, it has been 13 years since he since he was, you know, the character. So he may have gained some weight that, uh, in, in the interim. But uh... I want Bobby to survive. He won't, though, I have a feeling. And I want AJ to die. He will, I have a feeling. Or he won't die. I'm sorry. Uh, Kyle, are you mistaken? Like, because no. I'm looking at him at like a backstage thing. He didn't wear that costume all the time, right? Sure. Yeah. <sighs> His wife hated it. Okay. I think you're pulling <laughs> our leg. I'm not pulling your leg. I've uh, I've seen interviews with him. You know, T. Sharipa about... wore a fat suit in The Sopranos. There you go. In the first two seasons of the hit crime series. Oh, I guess he. Packed on some pounds for seasons three, four, five, and six, so it didn't have to wear. Well, he's enormously fat in the first couple seasons. Like there's a there's an there's a part where he's getting out of his car to talk to Tony after Uncle Junior has kind of been pushed out of the picture, and uh, he can barely get out of the car. Like like it's Tony's watching him, and like they they make a point to like pause on his struggle to exit a fucking Cadillac sedan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that. That was good. I, ah, oh, man, it's gonna suck when the show's over. I've really, I this is gonna be a show I'm gonna rewatch definitely. See if I catch anything new. I think you you'll will. like The Wire. I want to get to season three of it and give you a fresher status report on how I feel. But yeah, yeah it, well, it's got uh, it's got a couple of star people you'll recognize. Uh, obviously, uh, Idris Elba and uh, Woody might not know this. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Who's that? You don't know who Michael B. Jordan is, the actor. What else has he played? I saw him. Well, he was Creed. Oh. Very talented black actor. Oh, anyway. yeah. He's a detective, right? No, he's a child. Um, oh, shit. Uh, Which one is he? Uh, fuck. They've all got stupid names like Bebo and, and Stinkum. And, and, and right, Belch. right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, at the end of season one, I, don't, I think I'm going to say this in a non-spoiler way. The resolution isn't what I expected or hoped for. And uh, it's just like, damn. So you're telling me life's not fair? <laughs> like, it, it, it hits hard. He's I'll the kid who has all those other kids under his wing in that abandoned house. He's got, like, the, the faintest of mustaches. That's, oh, my, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was watching it last night, and I was like, is is that Michael B. Jordan? I was like, it can't be. That, that guy's a grown ass man. I was like, wait a minute, this is wow. two thousand two. I'm watching right now. He, the actor, does a very good job. I was plays a very a compelling character. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> well, two thousand two. I was immature. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I was childish. I mean. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan is thirty three, so he was similar in age to you. Yeah, you're younger. Anyway, great show. I look forward to you, you hopping on that train and us discussing that a little bit. Yeah, Definitely. me too. So we got a uh, we got a cool guest this week. I'm not going to spoil it. Excited though. The eye, Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. Painful now. Uh, completely um, worn off meds. What do we got? It's uh, it's real swollen. It looks like I got punched in the eye uh, mm. pretty badly. Uh, I think there's a lot of like capillaries popped in there, and uh, it's the it's eye like itself part of it. Capillaries. Um, maybe I'm using the wrong word. No, I meant in the eyelid. Like, okay. like it just seems like there's a lot of black purplishness on the entire eyelid. It's very swollen. Like my eyes never been swollen before. Uh, it doesn't hurt. It is a little like scratchy. Like when I look around, 
Mm. But uh, I, I got a really good. I, I had to take the bandage off. I don't know if I showed you a picture of the bandage they had on there, but it mm. was like it was a huge bandage that covered half my face, and that looked absurd. And I, and I was sitting on my couch and I was like, I gotta know if he did a good job or not. I gotta see what this guy did. And so I pulled it off and looked amazing job. These guys are fucking professionals apparently at cutting things. They're plastic surgeons. Like it turns out, plastic surgery and dermatology are two of the hardest doctors to be. Those aren't the ones I would have guessed. Like plastics, maybe, but they make a lot of money. I, to me, dermatologists, I know they work with cancer, but like it's a ninety percent pimple job. I would have thought that it was next to podiatrist, but it, apparently it's not. Apparently it's near the top of the heap. Yeah, the part he he didn't. I can I can tell that he didn't go very deep, mm. but he got it all. Like like like, and there, it, it it looks like he didn't destroy any of the margins. It sounds he like didn't he get went, any more than good. he needed. Sounds like he was fast too. So fast, so fast, like like sixty seconds. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy with uh with what he did. I, I hope Good. it heals up pretty soon. I've got lots of antibiotic ointment and antibiotic pills, so hopefully I don't get a goddamn eye infection and go blind. Nah, That'd you'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah, you'll be good. I might get myself an eye patch for the show. That'd be cool. That is very cool. I I need you to do that now. I think yeah. that we should do that too, Taylor. Can we all no, a solidarity pass? move? Like if he, I'm just gonna show up with two and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, could you repeat that? I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I know your games. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a good show. I thought PKN 300. 